Hi, we're Tabletop Potluck, an actual play podcast created to help diversify the world of mainstream tabletop role-playing games. And make tasty recipes. And help you find your new favorite RPG system. And to have fun. So check it out. Now on all podcast directories. Come sit at our table. Welcome back to Merely Roleplayers, where theatrical people play role-playing games. I'm Matt, I set the scene, but actually we're all going to set the scene for this little backstage episode. So, hello Ellie. Hello. Hello Dave. Hello. Hello Vicky. Hello. Hello Alex. Hello. Uh, what I thought would be fun uh, is to flesh out the galaxy of this story a little bit uh, by just going around and asking any questions that we're curious about, and we can answer them by making some stuff up as a group. Sounds delightful. Good. I'm excited because uh, there is. I feel like I've got so many questions. But maybe that's also like things that Ellie and Dave can answer from doing the first part of this. <laughs> that's good because I can't think of any questions. So I've got. I mean, yeah, I know good. everything about this universe. Oh, <laughs> Dave, <laughs> is it mostly brown? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! I reserve the right to veto some questions and say like that is a mystery that we'll solve in that's fine yeah Yeah. understood yeah um i just want to start off with where is the best place in the galaxy to have fun where does everybody go to blow off steam philium philium planet is 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 a pre-existing station it's a pleasure planet pleasure planet philium Wow. Okay. Are we fleshing out the pleasure planet? Ooh. I keep it PG. <laughs> Space <laughs> it, swears only, please. Is that a thing that you just made up or a... It's a thing I made up. Oh, okay. Um, when you said it, I wasn't sure if it was something that's in... No. The, no right? No, so no, no. Like, we she might said it so it. confidently. Yeah, I know, I know. I was like, it's, oh, but it's a mystery for us. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, I think, I think it's legit that there would be a planet that's yeah. specifically dedicated to fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's they a really like, good sci-fi trope. Yeah. 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 So I think, like, there probably are, like, designated adult areas that we don't need to talk about. Yeah. But I think generally it is, like... Big old yeah. theme parks, yeah. like spas, casinos. leisure centres, casinos. I feel like it's the kind of place where it's like, if you want to go unnoticed to do a slightly dodgy deal, that is the place <laughs> that you would go to. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Nice. Although it's very expensive to get in, so yeah. you might not want to do that. Maybe it's like okay. the exclusive high level deal. But that's deals. what I mean, like a place yeah. where it's like no questions asked, like no what everyone's oh, kind yeah. of like ignoring one another's business because you might be there for something on a word, or you might be just there to go on a roller coaster. Yeah. Who knows? It's like Vegas. Yeah. What happened mm. what happens on Philium stays, stays on Philium. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think yeah. it's very like um the climate is very agreeable for like a large portion of like the average population of the galaxy and that's yeah. okay yeah it's good yeah yeah like nobody needs houses really like it's just comfortable to just sleep outside uh, and, yeah like get up get straight on the roller coaster i think it's got like uh different microclimates as well like you, oh, could, yeah. you could go skiing or you could go and be on the yeah. beach okay nice so they've yeah, got little bi- if biodomes and yeah stuff. it's nice. actually like a totally like constructed constructed environment uh, yeah. yeah but it's Partly. the size of a 
size of a planet. Yeah, it'd be really cool if it was like previously just a rock, <laughs> just a barren rock, and they yeah. just went right. Let's make this interesting. This is a good canvas to work off. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's like well located. One well, well located, and also happens to have like the perfect atmosphere for almost all life forms yeah. in the universe yeah. to exist. Uh, yeah. So uh, that is a follow-up question then that I have about life forms in the uh-huh. universe. So obviously we've mentioned a snake person. We really yeah. had too many snake people, if anything. Uh, oh, okay. okay. Um, and I did want to check that, like whether this is a, um, you know, situation where it's like the human race has just spread out throughout the galaxy or whether mm. it's like, actually, no, there are millions so, of different life so forms. So what we established for the first session was this is... A different galaxy. So this isn't the Milky Way. Okay. Um, but it is happening like at the same time as we're living our real lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's another galaxy where humanity has either parallel evolved yeah. or some people fell through a wormhole at some point and spread. When it's not the future, it's just another galaxy where yeah. everything is a bit more technologically advanced and everybody's got faster than like yeah. travel and can be and there are life forms that are non-humanoid yeah. yeah so we want it as diverse as possible but yeah. we sort of failed a little bit in the last season <laughs> because we just kept putting in snake people <laughs> okay we, we had um, bug, man. Uh, oh, yeah. our friend Swiktak Lang yes yes as well. and, and that was like, yeah who's like uh, <laughs> sort, of, sort of like an insectoid yeah. like praying mantis okay. type person are the conclave predominantly made up of human beings or are they a total mix of different so the, the ones we've met so far have been human, mm. but I'm open to suggestions. We, we've got one who is a cyborg. Right, yes. One. No, I remembered that from episode one. Yeah, yeah. and one who is a human. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that's all we've really met of them. We've described some uh, recalibrators as just being in black armour, but we didn't but you, really And you don't know what they yeah. are underneath the... Right. Okay. So what, what does everyone think? There was a lady with crab claws as well, wasn't there? She, yeah, she, she worked at the bank, didn't she? Yeah, Leslie or whatever. Worked yeah. at the space mm-hmm. bank. Sure, Leslie. <laughs> <laughs> Leslie the crab clawed bank assistant. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, think, right. I think I like the idea of a, the core conclave if, if their whole sort of MO is to make a perfect yeah. um, galaxy for everyone. Yeah. Then there would be multiple people in there. I feel like there would be some sort of council um, yeah. and there would be a representative from every sort of species on there. It gets us away from a superior race concept as well, which is obviously quite done in sci-fi. Yeah, I like the ideas of the um, the recalibrators being sentient gas in an inflatable suit. (laughs) So when you kill, so they're not actually people. Yeah, (laughs) would they maybe if they got shot? Um, and it pierced them just fly away like a balloon and make a little raspberry noise yeah Ooh. exactly yeah. like that yeah yeah, yeah. I like that yeah. maybe not all of them but certainly <laughs> yeah. some yeah. of them the yeah. odd yeah. one you tear this yeah. like foot soldiers yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it the foot soldiers or is it the ones that are in command that are made of the gas <laughs> Yeah, I like I like sort of completely differently formed yes. species yeah. like um, non biological like the, uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy has a species that is just a super sen- super intelligent shade of the color blue. Yes, mm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Night Vale has a person who is a sentient patch of haze. Yeah, I quite like those sorts of things. Mm. Like yeah. gas, gas. And Ender's Game introduces mm. like non. Like they're so like things that are so separate from us, we don't even know how to like properly communicate with them because they don't even have like if you don't have a mouth and you can't make words, <laughs> then how do you communicate? 
So I think there's some interesting stuff there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and I like the idea of there not being like a dominant race or like a most common race, mm-hmm. and that's almost why the Conclave feels like they need to be there because mm-hmm. everything's a bit like nobody's really no in, in charge, charge of the whole lot. Yeah. So it's yeah. just like, oh, we'll be the neutral party that has like the neutral computer system that makes everything better for everyone. Yeah, and we're and we're representing everyone. So cool. Any more questions? How vast is the this galaxy that we're in and are there multiple galaxies that we're aware of in this galaxy i had been thinking let's limit it to the one galaxy yeah so like intergalactic travel is not something that's been solved yeah Mm. okay but the galaxy is big like it yeah it has a number of many many planets yeah many many okay um, yes, many planets, many stations. Many solar systems solar within systems. the galaxy. Okay. Yeah, like weird space phenomena, nebulas. All like sorts holes, of, et cetera, et cetera. All sorts of space terrain. Uh, yeah, big, diverse, obviously lots of empty space because that's what space is like. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. always huge tracts of empty space, even in a quote-unquote populated yeah. area. But yeah, so it, yes, it's vast um, and only... The only reason there can be a galactic community is because of things like drill space drives. Mm-hmm. And, and with with, with that, the drill space drive, is it is it does it drill through space? Is that literally and that? sometimes time and sometimes yeah. time? Yeah. Should you accident mess it up? Yeah. Okay, cool. No, I, I don't think I have any other questions. I'm I'm just keen to get discovering. Okay. Um, I have a question about the conclave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, are they the dominant like political force as well as the like they are the they are the decision makers for everything? Yeah, I think they've sort of become that. Yeah, yeah. So they are the form of government that we have yeah. galactic. I reckon they have like um a what's the word like a token local government on each planet. Yeah, but they actually wield zero power. They're yeah. just delivering concave, and rules. it's like everyone's reporting up through. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like everybody can set their own local policy as much as they like, have as much control as they like, except yeah. if they get something coming through saying like a directive. Our simulation indicates that if you shift this population off this planet, everything will be better for everyone. So do it. Okay. Step yeah. two. The simulation has shown that if you introduce wheelie bins and collections on a Wednesday, mm-hmm. then everyone will feel much better. So, so that's what has to that's happen. Nice. What like happens? Do we establish what happens if you? There's that. Uh, if you resist season one, yeah. If you resist, then the recalibrators come along and do it for you. Uh, they just come and they just come and do. Okay. Yeah. It's not like they Death enforce. Star blow up the whole planet situation. They just enforce. It's whatever's best according to the simulation. Yeah. So if the simulation says blowing up a planet mm. would that's be what's best for happen. everyone, then that's what will happen. Okay. Oh, the, wow. the flaw being mm. that the simulation can't be perfect because however many probes you send out, mm. you can't model the whole lot. No. But they act as if they can. I mean, is there any suggestion that someone is altering the simulation for their own nefarious ends or...? Uh, I mean, the simulation itself is, is, a, nefarious. is a bit of a rogue agent at yeah. this point. Okay, fair yeah, enough. I've got like a kind of Thanos vibe of like, mm-hmm. you know, that, oh, the best thing to do is X, mm. but it's the it's the best based on like a slim set of principles about uh-huh. the end result. Right? Yeah, and yeah. it's a bit of tyranny of the majority. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 There's no empathy involved. No. Mm. And is it mostly a utilitarian approach they're trying to take? Yeah. yeah. So you can sacrifice good. a planet if it's best for the yeah. whole galaxy, and Absolutely. they're always just weighing the numbers. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And it's yeah, it's not us. We didn't. We didn't decide no. this. No. We, Simulation. We, oh, so yeah. they are they are able to abdicate the power of the responsibility. Right. Yeah. Okay. 
Interesting. Great. How do how how does most of the galaxy feel about that? I, I I kind of get the impression that it would be most people sort of towing the line for the most part, but then getting annoyed or taking umbrage when they themselves are affected. Yeah, yeah I was going to say that. I think my expectation support for the resistance mm. has and sort of the discontent with the conquers grown over the years because. Mm. People were initially like, oh, this seems fine. But then as soon as it affects them personally, they're like, oh, no, not fine. Yeah, and I reckon mm. there are some... It is my intuition that there will be classes of people or groups of people or certain planets who are consistently worse off as a, like, as a group because they do something that is supposed to serve the needs of the galaxy mm. as a whole. And they would, they're like this class of downtrodden people but there might be like you could imagine like oh it's a mining planet and everyone's asked to do something really like these really horrific dangerous jobs but it's good for the galaxy as a whole so you have to just suck it up and they are probably 50 percent kind of enslaved mindset of like yeah. we're doing this for the good of the people and we they're brainwashed and they don't know any mm-hmm. different and 50 percent people who are like hang on a minute like this doesn't this like, is very biased so they they don't know how to have an uprising but they're waiting for an opportunity to Ooh, like okay. yeah. do something about it yeah so not not necessarily a particular race but like a particular kind of industry like primary resource yeah. extraction tends yeah. to I'm do thinking badly. about like yeah. the Hunger mm. Games right uh-huh. the people in District 12 much yeah. more likely to try and overthrow the government mm-hmm. but they have no power with which to do or so resources, yeah. or resources because, so they, they're kept poor and under the cosh because they are you know, if they had any power, they would be the most dangerous because they have the most to gain by it's always the, government. the working class. Yeah, <laughs> downtrodden. Yeah, it's got some good uh, social <laughs> socialist overtones. <laughs> but yeah, you can imagine also there are classes of people who are technically being oppressed, but their oppression suits them, so mm. they're happy, right? If mm. it keeps you wealthy and comfortable, and you don't mind if you're serving the conclave, because. It doesn't actually really. It doesn't seem to be that bad for you, even if you actually have no free will. You're still like, ah, being in the matrix is kind of okay because I've got a sweet life. I have one last question to bring it back to this uh, nominally being a theatre related show is um, just about culture. We talked about Conk Street, mm-hmm. the uh, the Conclave's propaganda soap. Yeah, I love that, uh, by the way. <laughs> just so genius. Are, are there any other cultural products like what else is popular is there anything that's popular that's a bit off the mainstream oh, there's probably got to be music there has to be music and if, if that's the case then yes that will there would be sort of, i don't want to say state sponsored but conk sponsored <laughs> slightly out there artists that are allowed to do certain things that makes it look like the the conk are mm. giving um, oh yeah oh, look, funding look, for the yeah, arts look, yeah. look, look, look at what we allow you to do but it's always all kind of under the the auspice of of these of these people um like they have to do things in a certain way yeah even no provocative lyrics yeah yeah but if they were provocative lyrics lyrics then it would all be very monitored and structured in a way that would be okay and then politically the provocative oh right way. yeah <laughs> <laughs> but like what, anything that people are allowed to do it's giving the illusion of yes. artistic freedom yeah. of expression yes. but actually there's none of that was and then I bet there's a really good underground oh, scene oh totally yeah. mm. like anarchic yeah. punk style yeah. and people are being like yeah um, recalibrated for mm. things that seem like they're anti oh, that would be quite interesting the, the people saying they've been recalibrated mm. to show that they're like alternative when they actually haven't <laughs> yeah. so like recalibration is like a, a, a sort of like a, a badge of honour sort of like yeah I got recalibrated because <laughs> I was so alternative and they're like definitely weren't you're now but, a loser yeah get out you yeah, hipster yeah. Um, yeah. I like the idea of there being some sort of like 
a good sci-fi trope is there always always a game that looks like a game that we would recognise, but is you know like mm. it's a bit oh, like, like chess, chess but yeah. it's like yeah. hot, you know it's in it's in like five dimensions, yeah. or mm-hmm. it's a card game, but the cards are all hexagons. Thanks, Battlestar Galactica, <laughs> or like you know it's like things that and so those become like things people are culturally obsessed with. And I imagine like when you're on a ship a lot, you have to have stuff that passes the time, and if mm. all you've got for television is Kong Street. <laughs> And you're not into that, that there there would be other activities that you would want to pursue. Can it be some sort of space version of pogs? Yes, yes. I like it. Space pogs. Space pogs. <laughs> I bet the conk have their own version of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or oh, I bet you can do like space top trumps with mm-hmm. uh, yeah, members yeah. of the conclave. Oh yeah. my god, yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah. um yeah, like the chocolate frogs, like top trumps, like collectors' cards that yeah. you get in a pack of something. Yeah. And it's like, oh god, I've got secretary vedics again. <laughs> I've got twenty of you. I've got so many swapsies of secretary vedics. Have you got the shiny vedex though? Yeah. That's one that everyone wants. And I'm looking only, forward like... to these kinds of conversations. Yeah. And I think literary scene is probably pretty hot as well. I think in any oppressed society, those kinds of things. But tend would to it would it be itself. digital or would it be analog? Would there be a, a certain mystic, like basically like vinyl at the moment? Mm. Yeah, um, mm. like, like kind yeah. of going back and going, could, oh, I've got this book, and everyone's like, holy crap, it's on paper. It has to be handwritten because yeah. Yeah. anything digital could be true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love that as an idea actually. That like the passing of paper books becomes, or like paper manuscripts and folios and things. Yeah becomes like Zines. like a way of um disseminating like artistic information where obviously if the conclave found it you would be in a lot of trouble and it would be contraband yeah but that actually they may have no idea some of this stuff exists because it's never yeah. been committed to code should we flesh out the glitches just a little oh, bit yeah, just sure. to get an idea of what they're about mm-hmm. and yeah. also for you two yeah. not yeah. necessarily knowing no idea what you're talking about what the situation <laughs> is there so the glitch are the organised resistance against yes. the conks mm-hmm. and they when we've had our meetings with them we meet in a public place but we digitally meet in like a separate you sort like of a projected drop, reality drop off um, drop off sensor so you have like sensor jamming yeah. so you're you're still there physically but you you drop out of the like the scanned version Mm-hmm. of the wherever it is that you are right i think we established that they're they're like a loose organization so they're not like a single species of, mm-hmm. of yeah anything. yeah but, um but yeah they they specialize in getting people off the radar yeah because uh, yeah, they're like not they're not included in the conclave simulation because they've come off the yeah grid. they're like people who are out mm-hmm. of the matrix so they yeah they yeah. don't count like if they were if there was a population of them on a planet they wouldn't count towards like the population's planet. Is that because they have managed to find a way to extract themselves without the conclave knowing, the, like the Matrix? Yeah, I think the conclave probably know that they are doing it. So they, but they've got no way of knowing like how many or who without, they are or where with, they are without sending ships out to somewhere and people staff actually looking at them with their eyes, which they're not used mm. to doing. Yeah, and saying, "Oh, there's some people here that aren't showing up on our yeah. scans." Yeah, and obviously they would need to get they would need to have some sort of clue that there was a population there in order to send somebody mm. out yes, to right. do okay. that so, inspection. So how do we think they do it? Do they have like um, a device that jams the scanning that they have to have on their person or do they do they operate only in black spots where the yeah. scans don't work? Or is it something that becomes built into their like physiology that mm. like they have an implant them. or yeah. something? Surely they just wear tinfoil hats. Yeah. Uh, tinfoil yeah, hats. Sure. Just bounces the rays off. Oh, I'm thinking about them. this as like a, you take the red pill in it, mm-hmm. right? I like, think we did say 
yeah. that they had a thing, didn't we? A default. Because we said that like we had sticker. one that would let us mm, join yeah. them. But that's okay. It feels like that's a temporary. Yeah. 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 I reckon they have an implant, and it mm-hmm. some it's, it blocks. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I think why, why not all those things? I think they probably are implants that will do that. There are devices that will do it temporarily, but yeah. I think they probably do like f- specialize in finding places. Mm. That the yeah, senses do sense, not reach, right, yeah. Yeah, or right. where they're less likely to be identified yeah. in person. Because you because you can't spend your whole time in like a populated area with a like a ta- with a like a invisibility cloak on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need somewhere to, to go live. to organise and to live. Yeah. So yeah. that would have to be somewhere that just isn't being picked up. Well, it makes sense from like a belt and braces perspective mm-hmm. that they have this mm-hmm. implant that stops them being detected digitally anywhere. Like they're completely off the grid, essentially. But mm. they would live in situations where that wouldn't then be prohibitive for living a normal yeah. life. Yeah, we're kind of imagining that they have kind of opted to choose a kind of less opulent. That's my line that's my imagination because of what they have this to go like. and live somewhere. Like you might live on a planet where they can farm for themselves, yeah. feed themselves, completely be self sufficient, so they're not having to rely on like digital yeah. transfers of transactions of money and things but like that. But if it's not very populated. Because, I mean, I'm imagining places that aren't scanned as frequently or as well are the places that aren't as desirable to live. Exactly, so it's yeah. probably places yeah. that aren't super nice. Yeah, yeah. That, but, but like uh, underground bunker style life, yeah. like the resistance yeah. in Star Wars. Places that have been resource stripped yeah. already. So like yeah. everything of mind. worth has already been taken, so there's yeah. no point scanning it again. Yeah, so yeah. it's assumed to be an abandoned planet, but actually they've set up oh, home in these yeah. environments. Okay. So. And found a way of maybe, yeah. yeah, starting again, yeah. almost. Yeah, like, they're just, mm-hmm. yes, they're scratching a living, but it's better than being, yeah. you know, and you could make the argument, right, that if you're, like, in the conclave and actually, like, in their simulated world and actually everything's really nice, yeah. you have a better quality of life, but mm-hmm. actually if you've got no free will, then... I wonder if they get a lot of private funding from, like, socialist-minded yeah, upper classes... Yeah, like, there could be a few people slightly who are, eccentric people who don't who don't want to live and maybe there are people who are like moles right in the conclave yeah. right at the upper echelons who do secretly fund it because they know that this resistance needs to reach a critical mass before it can mm. take over yeah Ooh, or maybe the they maybe system. the yeah the conclave actually want to shut down the simulation and don't know how anymore oh it's a conspiracy <laughs> who knows this, yeah, this is the simulation has taken over or they actually the simulation has said that they need the glitches yeah so the conclave are like oh no the, we don't want these glitches bad glitches have some yeah, <laughs> I love the idea that actually the glitches think they have free will and yes. they're all a part of like yeah. a resistance. Oh. It turns out in a twist at the end that they are a part of the <laughs> process all along. Oh my god, for balance in the universe, you must have a. Oh god. I think that's plenty. Mm. Yeah, that sounds like a lot. Right, let's dive into this galaxy that we made. been listening to merely role players you can look us up wherever you find podcasts on twitter at merely roleplay and at facebook.com slash merely roleplayers reviews and kind words are all very much appreciated and we hope you'll join us again for our next episode